Welcome to Pop That Culture. If you could only hear what goes on in the studio. I mean like five <laughs> seconds before this camera was on. We got caught once. Did we? Once we got caught At with our, with our off-camera discussion yeah, yeah. and that ruffled some feathers. It did. Amongst other things. Yeah. You might have enjoyed the conversation we were having beforehand uh, because uh, had you... Had you not watched the, I think it's called The Dirt, the mm -hmm. Motley Crue movie that's now available yes. on Netflix, it will open your eyes to many things that well, I've never seen before. Really? And things that I didn't necessarily oh, know about the, the crew. <laughs> I feel like everybody knows. And then there's also a scene in The Dirt where, um, this apparently this is a legendary story about Ozzy Osbourne that I didn't know or mm. remember because uh, Motley Crue was on tour with Ozzy Osbourne, mm -hmm. and he gives them this like little chat about being rock stars or whatever, and then he's like, oh, I want a bump, and the guys are like, we don't have any cocaine with us, we're down by the pool or whatever, and he's like, oh, I said I want a bump. He takes the straw out of one of the Motley Crue guys' drink, and he gets down on the pavement, and he snorts a line of ants on the ground, and then... He's like, oh, everybody here has a drink. And then Ozzy Osbourne pees on the pavement, then gets back down on the pavement and drinks his own pee. That was a lot to see now, in a scene. If and that's guy, too much, <laughs> that was a lot. Which, which it would be for many people, yeah. you can always watch the biopic of The Cutting Crew, which uh, known for the single, exciting. I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight. Oh, um, and instead of uh, Ozzy Osbourne giving the band advice, it's Fozzie Bear. <laughs> giving the band advice. Much waka more waka. tame. <laughs> no golden showers. Nothing of that nature. Nope. You're pretty safe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, we don't know what those Muppets were really into, but right. I feel like... Well, they always had hands up there. and That's true. So we know at the very least they're into that. Their pupils are always dilated. They're into bestiality. We know that. Mm. So anyway, wow. Joe had a really big Friday night. Uh, it was uh, it was a good time had by all. No, this was huge. This because I know. I mean, you are mm. if you live in the Detroit area, you're a hockey fan. But you right. are a hockey fan. Well, yes and no. I'm I I lo I really love hockey. Um, it, but the funny thing is, I'm a late bloomer. I'm really a late bloomer. Oh, did you finally? When, is it that time for you now? Yes. No. I uh, well, the funny part was was that I was. I, my girlfriend at the time when all this was happening was really like lifelong into oh, hockey. Like, oh, my grandmother used to take me to Olympia. Really? Kind of hockey. No way. And uh, in order, for, I was trying to patch up the relationship because it was going downhill fast. And so so you're like, started, I'm into hockey too. Well, no, no. She knew that I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it casually, yeah. but um, we started doing more and more of that stuff. And then I was just, I really started getting into it. Yeah. Like, re that's when I really got into it. And then Sarah and I met shortly thereafter. Oh, yeah. And the radio stations where we worked were totally linked in, not social media linked no, in. Not at but that they time. were totally linked in to the whole Red Wings thing because it we, was right at that time. Right. Drew and Mike were in the building with us. And <clears throat> it was amazing. Uh, yeah. Amazing. So you had the opportunity to go out and be uh, on the red carpet yes. for the Russian Five movie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was the Jackson 5 movie, but when I realized Tito set of wasn't there, ready. I'm like, that's not Tito. That's Konstantinov. That's Tito. Um, wow, uh, pixelated too. Must be in Japan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Russian 5, 
It's it, number one. It's just it's a very good documentary. Oh, I'm number sure. Number one, it's made really, really well. It uses a lot of archival footage. Mm -hmm. um, it you know they talk about the story of getting the Russian five into the country, and then of course through the two Stanley Cups, which you're gonna you're gonna start the movie going rah rah rah, and then you get to the end, and you're just everybody in the theater was crying. I bet. And this um, is one of those. This is one of those. If you're a dude who's like, uh, I don't, I don't cry at movies. This is a sports yeah. cry. You're fine. You're it's a be total crying. sports cry. And uh, you know, and I mean, everybody knows the story, but it, the way it's told is really it brings you back because who'd have thought that 20 years ago it looked so dated? Um, nobody's looking at their cell phones in the. I didn't even think about right. that. Yeah, you're right. And it's in like it's in 480i, so it's in standard def. No, I mean it's it looks better than that, but they, all the footage is you can totally. And there's footage where they show the glow puck, Dave. Remember the glow what? puck? Fox tracks. Yeah. No way. It's like somebody does a hit, and the whole crowd <laughs> reacts to it because they like somebody like passes the puck, and then you see it leave a trail, and oh, glow puck. Um, I wasn't mad. I didn't hate Glowpuck. I know people thought it was just an abomination. But I didn't it it hate, totally was an abomination. I didn't hate Glowpuck. I liked it. Um, but you know, the short of it is, um, there were there were um, some notable people there. So um, yeah. Darren McCarty was there, who, who you know, you've been on the air with him yes. many times. You got to chit chat with him. Yes, and then um, David Coulier was there. Oh, cut it! We out. talked Fuller House, girl. Did you? Uh, then then some many Red Wings alum were there. Vladimir Konstantinov himself showed up uh, and then the producers and the director of the film showed up and uh, it was a good showing lots of fans were there nice. uh, they raised a lot of money for the foundation that helps take care of Vladimir Konstantinov which we will post the link because it, it's not cheap what he has to do to basically cheat death um, because yeah. if you remember he they thought he was not going to last through that night or the next couple of days I know. after the accident in the limo so um, very good movie, especially if you're a Detroiter. They show the brawl. Oh, um, which yesterday was the anniversary mm -hmm. of the brawl. And it's funny, uh, you brought up McCarty. I didn't realize that for a long time, he only had like a really just uh, kind of like this big pixelated, terrible, scratchy VHS copy of the brawl. <laughs> And he would watch it on the anniversary every year until finally the guys, I think it was at, what was it, Fox Sports? Yeah, Fox Sports. They're like, we can get you a clean copy right. if you want. Get Skywalker Ranch on the line. We've got a special <laughs> copy. Oh, good. Chewbacca's in the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, he watches it every year, and he said he gets all amped, and his blood still boils, and it just, it makes. So, would you like to... Go back to the feeling. Would you like to reminisce for one right. of the greatest hockey fights <laughs> ever? Great hockey fights, greatest fight period. Ever. This is the biggest thing since the Sharks and the Jets. <laughs> Patrick Waugh turtling is just, it's so, right. it's, it's exactly what you want to see. So, yeah, we did, uh, we did bring a little bit, a tiny, a smidgy smidge of the fight. On the road, Claude Lemieux with the vicious hit on Chris Draper. And the intense rivalry continues to heat up. You know, you hear him saying that it's a dead issue and stuff, and then I, I pick up a paper in Chicago, and he always has something to say. First time back to Joe Louis Arena, Claude Lemieux. 
sit back and relax because in the minds of Red Wing fans, public enemy number one is here tonight. Lemieux Draper, the Red Wings, the Avalanche, coming up. Then Rihanna and Forsberg away from the play. And now Darren McCarty gets his shots in at Claude Lemieux. And look who came all the way out to try to help. Patrick Waugh. Oh my goodness. Bernie and Waugh square off. Mike Gordon with a great lift. Tunnels up with the right. How about this? 301 days since the hit on Chris Draper. You never know when to expect it, Darren McCarty said before. They are on their feet here at Joe Lewis Arena. The, the best thing about this, so of course this this was a big part of the film. Yeah. And then um, Darren McCarty himself said, you know, the movies. Yeah, I said, you know, had you know, how many times have you seen the movie? And he says to me three times. And this footage will be up on NRM. And he basically says, by the way, I add all the spice to it because he lets I his mean... sailor mouth go <laughs> in I, the documentary. Just, in the documentary, and they don't bleep it. They it's don't a, bleep it. It's they full. Just, Darren oh yeah. McCarty. When you see this on the Sunday Channel, they'll pixelate his mouth right. and, and bleep the thing out, but Ooh, not in the theater. Spicy. Yeah. We like. Go see it. Yes. So there will be clips available coming up of your uh, uh, interviews on NRM. Andrew, not podquesters, Andrew, but Andrew and I will review the footage sometime Ooh, uh, soon. Ooh, nice. And then choose which ones will go up on NRM. Fantastic. So that's very exciting. Also very exciting is the movie that is now only a month away. I feel like we've been waiting two years, but it's only a month away, and that is Avengers Endgame. It's mm. a coming. It's going to be there. However, I feel like you need to work out, like get your squats in, because you are going to be sitting for a long time. Right. They put out what the runtime is going to be of the movie now, and that runtime is three hours and two minutes. So what you may want to consider is, you know, stream Gandhi. <laughs> watch just that. Practice just, long to, movies, just to practice. Gone with sitting, the wind, but yes. don't take the intermission. Like you gotta sit through mm -hmm. that whole thing. Wear those um, special socks that they wear on planes. Compression so you don't, socks. Yeah, you don't yeah. get an embolism. Get get those support hose on. <laughs> um, and you know what? And look for that pop that culture endgame kit that comes with us. Five day supply of food and water, <laughs> a satellite phone, and a box of Kleenex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're sitting somewhere right now, just like squeeze your butt muscles, right cheek, left cheek, mm -hmm. right cheek. Do do like desk exercises oh, to right. get ready for the three hours and the two minutes of uh, Avengers Endgame. Right. And you know what's going to happen? My prediction is about eh, 45 minutes in, you're going to hear like, doon, doon. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Uh, Endgame has reached its cruising altitude of 35,000 feet. You may now move about the cabin and use the restroom. Uh... Weather at the other end of this movie, uh, we don't know, but somebody's going to die. Thanks. Have a good flight. <laughs> well, so the, uh, the other ones were like two hours and 30 minutes-ish mm. in that zone. But the producer, Kevin Feige, said, listen, um, the, the movie's not going to feel overly long. It's going to be the exact running time that the movie needs to be. I think there's a lot of story in that movie and a lot of characters in that movie. Some movies can be 90 minutes and feel like they're four hours, and some <laughs> movies can be three and a half hours and feel like 90 minutes. So he's saying this is going to be in the latter category yeah. where it's just gonna, there's so much to get through that it's not going to feel so long. Well, so. I know the theatrical release is right around the corner, but on my wish list, I'm hoping that the mid-credit and the post-credit scene kind of wraps up the, uh, the Netflix Marvel shows. Oh. Kind of love to say, you know, what happened to Jessica Jones? We, we don't know. 
I don't know. Show us what happened to Luke Cage. <laughs> or at least show Sarah a picture of with no shirt on. Please. Oiled up. Yes. If that could be, like, just right. If I sit through all the credits <laughs> and that's what's waiting for me at the yeah. end. It'll just, be, it'll just be a still, a a still shot doing, doing some, like, bodybuilding competition <laughs> poses. Petting the cat from Captain yeah. Marvel. Yes, please. Um, oh, you know what people are going nuts over, though? Some footage that's out there. Uh, there is uh, Marvel Studios subreddit, and one of the things that was just put out there was a video from um, uh, from uh, I'm drawing a blank. Captain America: Winter Soldier. Sorry, Captain mm. America: Winter Soldier. And they show um, them doing a fight scene, no CGI, and people have been very impressed. They're not a hundred. Yeah. They're not a hundred percent sure it's Sebastian Stan. It could be his uh, stunt double on right. there because he's wearing the costume which covers part of his face. Yeah. So I don't know if they ever fully let both actors go at each My other. My guess is no, because you wouldn't want to risk either one of them getting hurt, but both right. of them. I don't know. Well, because then, like, depending on TV shows and other movies, you've heard stories where different actors have accidentally injured the other, but they right. laugh it off. Like on The Walking Dead, like, it's not stunt. I mean, they're actually. <laughs> well, or the worst case scenario in The Crow when Brandon Lee died. Oh, don't even bring it up. Um, because a prop gun went off and actually fired something out of the yeah. muzzle. I mean, yeah. But this is allegedly both Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan, but it is impressive footage. So here's a little clip for you. Oh, bam, bam, bam. Oh, there's a knife. Oh, that's probably why people thought it yeah, was. Yeah, because he does the knife. Yeah. Because I always thought that was like a CGI thing. Yeah, no. Oh, it looks like a dancer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the knife thing is, so apparently Sebastian Stan did learn how to do the knife tricks. Mm. So maybe just for his shots, it is him with the knife, and then it's not Chris Evans. Right. And then when it's the reverse, it's the Sebastian Stan stunt guy and Chris Evans or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he did know how to do that trick, but clearly so with the stunt guy. Yeah. But that's impressive. You know what, the only thing that is more impressive to me than that is the, uh, the Psy-Chi handshake in Road Trip where they get into the frat house. <laughs> Right? Would you like to demonstrate? No, it's impossible. That's got to be CGI. We'll share the link. Corey, can you share the Psychi uh, road trip handshake on her? Yeah, thank you. Just for anyone who's playing along. Mm. Now, uh, coming up at the end of um, next month is when we're going to get Avengers Endgame. But also coming up soon is a new season of that Snoop and Martha potluck show on VH1. <laughs> Which uh, they they did shoot a promo for. Mm. Um, I didn't realize Martha Stewart is seventy seven. I gotta say she looks great for yeah. being seventy seven. She's all you know what she's always looked great. Like at every stage of her life, she's always. I mean, she's Martha Stewart. Yeah. You know she's never gonna show up in a That's tank a top thing. with a little sweat stain in the cleavage. <laughs> It'd be amazing. <laughs> I mean, oh my god. And I've always had this theory. You know what? You know what helps me watch Martha Stewart just with a little smirk on my face? That she's been to prison? No. I always I always picture that at some point really young in life, she got a tramp stamp. <laughs> like before anybody knew what a tramp stamp was, and then oh. in prison it got augmented with like a ballpoint <laughs> pen and some where they Prison. added more roses or yeah. tribal stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you know, hey, Martha, we made some Pruno in the toilet tank in case you don't want the pain. She gets hopped up on prison hooch, and she gets this crazy awesome back tattoo. Oh, my God. So. No, but you brought up her in a, in a tank top with some sort of a sweat stain or like a food stain. That, yeah. 
Actually, I would love it if she and Snoop switched clothing for one episode. <laughs> that would also be enjoyable to watch. No, but here's the thing. With Martha Stewart, if she shows up on set yeah. with a stain on her on her on her shirt. Yeah, on her, her clavage. Yeah. Her you know the way she'd describe it is so I went to the garden this morning and I picked some of my organic chives and I made myself this wonderful bouillabaisse and you know <laughs> and now I'm and she, wearing it she as an goes into this wonderful discussion and Right. Yes, David. Now, do you think now, do you think Snoop made her an honorary crip? Like is she allowed to wear the blue bandana or I hope so. That's a good question. That would be amazing. To see Martha Stewart throw a gang sign, just that yeah. would be a stellar to watch. Do you think Busta Rhymes is jealous? I think so. I think I he's think jealous. I think he might be. He would definitely be jealous if he watched this promo because Martha and Snoop get really close in recreating this Titanic moment. <laughs> and there's one moment where it looks like I think Martha Stewart is straight up hitting on Snoop Dogg. So watch for yourself their promo for their show. How splendid to see you. Sweetest Day. Oh, oh hi. Oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the off-camera banter today. Quite spicy. Yes. Um, so that show is going to start <laughs> on April 3rd on VH1. And in the first episode, they have Matthew McConaughey and Method Man. They've actually, they're turning it into not just, oh, we're having celebrity guests come over and cook stuff on our show now. Now that it's actually going to be sort of a, a reality competition. Uh -huh. It's going to be a cook-off. So I, I just want to see Martha Stewart, Snoop Dogg, and Willie Nelson spark one up on this show. Oh my God! That is my wish. This is a little boy's dream to, to see that. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? it? Was it? Was it Matthew McConaughey? Somebody did an interview where they said that they couldn't hang as far as smoking pot. With... It was Snoop Dogg. Oh, it was Snoop. Snoop Dogg Snoop himself. Was out smoked by who? By Willie Nelson. By Willie Nelson. Okay, you're right. You're right. So stay away from the smoking Willie. I always say. <laughs> or do you? Hmm. All right, so that show is coming up. There is a big tour that people were so excited about, and it might not happen uh, because uh, two ladies took a dip in the lady pond, and we will explain it to you next on Pop That Culture. I'll tell you what happened. Good day, Morty. I got the Szechuan sauce. We're at C2E2 with the legendary Chris Claremont. Greetings, my fellow geeks. My name is Jordan Trevilian, and this is Get It to the Geeks. We are here with David Yost, the original Blue Power Ranger. Nobody right. promised you when you bought the thing on PS4 that you could play it on Switch. But your, your excuse is garbage. I'm going to pull out my crossbow. All right, sweet chainmail armor. Let's see what you got. Detroit. It's the home of some of the world's most talented artists. It's where techno and Motown were born. It's a city where you can experience raw, untamed rock and roll. I'm Ben Rose, and I'm inviting you to join me weekday afternoons from 4 to 5 for the Motor City Juke Joint. 
I'll have interviews with musicians, info on what's going on around town, and a playlist curated by me just for you. It's all right here on NewRadioMedia.com. I kissed a girl. The original I, I Kissed a Girl song. Right, yeah, before Katy Perry. It was Why Jill. wasn't this in the Captain Marvel? Did Jill I say Captain? Captain. She's just wearing long house coat <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> while she's fighting crime. She's like, you don't need to wear a tight bodysuit to throw a punch. Captain. Yes. That's how I'm going to handle the villain. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, coming out of the last segment, yeah. we were treated to a wonderful version. Thank of, you, David. Uh, of the love theme to Titanic. My heart will go yes. on. Uh, on the recorder. Right. And so our uh, off-camera off discussion was about the recorder. Did we all, did we all? Um, I had one, for sure. David? A recorder? No, I was not musically inclined at any point in my life. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. But you weren't forced, the recorder was not forced upon your generation? No, 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 no. Oh, my goodness. Was that a late 70s, early 80s thing? It had to be. Corey. Did you have you a recorder? The recorder? I had one, but. How do you break a recorder? Yeah, that thing's exactly. solid. You could kill a brother or sister. Oh. Okay. Wow. Interesting. That's, well, so did does this coincide with maybe not teaching kids cursive in school? Is not I, don't, I, I, I went to like Detroit Public School, so maybe they just didn't have the money for recorders, and we were just told to just pounce. <laughs> oh, mine didn't come from the school. Mine was, mine <laughs> this was... isn't a recorder. It's a crack pipe. <laughs> what? <laughs> What go, is this? Go down to the gas station and get one of those things with flowers so, in them. So, hi, kids. To play this recorder, you put the little rock in, but don't drop it. It's made of glass. Um, Are you good with lighters, kids? You better be. Before recorder class today, we're going to watch New Jack City. Um, so, recorder. This is, this is my main beef with the recorder. It's number one. If you're going to go into band anyway, you're already in music class. You're seeing all those. They throw the recorder in. I always had this conspiracy theory that the recorder manufacturer yeah. is owned by the Illuminati. And somehow <laughs> when you blow through it, it brainwashes our kids, kind of uh, like chemtrails. But Sure. And, and the most weird thing about the recorder is, did you remember that they included a cleaning kit with the recorder? No. Listen, I'm, I, I, my sister and I had it. It was a cheap plastic one from the toy store. Like, we didn't get one from school. Ah, you too? What? What? You didn't. You didn't have a school-sanctioned recorder. No. No. This was a. This was just something that was like in our toy chest. This was just a thing we used to torture my parents with in the house. I thought you had one from the school. No. So wait, in Birmingham schools, you had no recorders. They might have. I just. It was never something that was thrust upon me. And then sadly, when we started getting into, if you had wanted to try and play an instrument mm -hmm. in band and go that direction. And all the flutes were already taken up, which is the only thing I wanted to play because all the, mm. the, the cute girls, the popular girls, like flute was the jam. That was the oh, thing that yeah. you play. And then they wanted me to play clarinet. I'm like, I'm out. I'm not doing, yeah. I'm not doing instruments. Only the most ugly girls made their way up to oboe. I mean, I'm just saying. you're not, uh, you're wow. not going to be in I, the popular I, crowd with an, with an oboe or a clarinet. I, no. I thought that we could connect. My wife the... played clarinet, by the way. Well, your wife is an exception to the rule. Because wow. 
Most of the people that played clarinet got made fun of in my school. Really? What yeah. kind of school? What kind of jungle did you school. go to? If David went to Detroit Public Schools. He didn't get that crap. Flute or violin, as a girl, you were fine. Anything other than that, you got harassed. Wait, you guys had a string section? Anyway, <laughs> yes. so I was just always baffled by the fact you're giving third graders a plastic flute with a cleaning kit. It's like you're expecting a third... Third graders can barely put on clean underwear. Yeah. Gross. That's spreading germs around. Disgusting. And then what does it get? Nothing. So you know what? You know. Fast forward to later on this afternoon, I start thinking about my recorder conspiracy theories. So I start calling all my third grade classmates. <laughs> Hi, is little Billy Jones home? I went to third. <laughs> He's dead. You know, oh, I knew it. Him. Hi, little Susie Johnson. She died when? <laughs> it's like it's, I'm the only guy that's alive. Oh, oh. man. Speaking of swapping spit, there is a story about two Spice Girls. Well, there because there definitely isn't anything shaped like a recorder at this story. <laughs> there's not. There's really not. Well, Pierce Morgan. Um, so well done. Where's, they, the, where's the dinger? Oh, I don't have. The, I don't have a dinger out today, which sounds really disgusting. <laughs> um, they uh, they're going on tour in uh, I think it's May, and so they're starting to do interviews for it, and mm. so. Mel B, Scary Spice, decided to sit down for a long This Is Your Life Mel B interview with Piers Morgan. And clearly, Piers Morgan has access to the internet because he looked up some rumors that at one time, Scary Spice and Ginger Spice, a saucy redhead, had a little extra time with each other, if you know what I'm saying. And yeah. Mel B tried to play coy in the beginning, but in the end, she admitted uh, there was some hanky-panky happening. There were rumours that you and Jerry were you know, more than just good friends. You'd had a little dabble. <laughs> Anything you want to share with the group? <laughs> <laughs> well, no denial. <laughs> I, either of you? Anyone want to pitch in? Oh. She had great boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so you did? Well, not really. Oh, you clearly did, right? Yes? Come on, your Why books... Why can't you answer for me? <laughs> I, I don't know anything. Oh, whatever, Melanie! I don't. This is all new to me. Come on, your books called Brutally Honest. Yeah. You were coming here to be brutally honest. I am being brutally honest. But did you or didn't you with Jerry Halliwell? Well, what do you consider as doing it or not? Did you sleep with her? Yeah, we all slept in a bed together. <laughs> but not like that, all of us. Did you sleep with Jerry like that? <laughs> yes, really. She's going to hate me for this because she's all posh in a country house with her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Something about being crumpets, and then I got real, and he brought up fish and chips. And we're like, all right, we're coming so, back. So, I mean, the ultimate fantasy if you came of age in the aughts, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, wow! I don't know if people were always shipping these two, but yeah, I guess they would. I, I think they were hoping maybe like posh and baby. Really? Or would you? Scary oh, baby. you're not a dude. You would, would, you, would you guys choose if you had that option for a fantasy? Would you guys, would, would you choose, or just say any Spice Girl would work? Yeah, that's, uh, that's posh. So you would like posh to hook up with anybody, right? 
and babe, that's that's what I just said, posh and baby. That was the first thing I said. People would ship more than this one. I, I wouldn't choose. I'd just be like, anyone? Yeah, any two of them. takers, please. As long as you get it on film. Yeah. Well, Joe's except happy. for Old Spice. Old Spice is past <laughs> menopause. Not so fun. That not so oh, fresh. Oh, you weren't gonna get hate mail. Sorry. I, oh. I apologize. It was. I was not bagging on menopause. I was just saying that. There's a change in life, Joe. You joined the book club. Wow, I'm just. I Woo! know I really I shouldn't have made Digging that comment. Digging a mm. hole. Um, oh, you know what people are also going to be sending some hate mail about, and they are also not happy with, is the fact that there were supposed to be, I think it was Friday, the, the first all-female spacewalk. Mm. But NASA had to scrap it because they didn't have enough spacesuits in the right size. This is, there's they're no like, replicator up there. You just can't. They're like, we only keep one medium around because usually... It's dudes, right? Yeah. We've got a lot of lady astronauts. No, Could but, you have more than one size? But for think me, about please? who runs the program. They, these guys don't know the difference between like juniors and misses. <laughs> I mean, come on. Shopping at Forever Twenty One <laughs> yeah, and like, Talbots. We don't know. Geez, I don't know. <laughs> well, we got this one from uh, Torrid. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, Lane Bryant. Right, Lane So um, it's Anne McLean and Christina Koch. We're going to make mm. history on Friday as the first all-female crew to conduct a spacewalk at the International Space Station. But Koch is going to instead be joined by male colleague Nick Haig due to spacesuit inavailability. Now, baloney. Can't you just wear one size up? I mean, now I'm serious. As long as it just keeps wear, like, the oxygen of, and the temperature the way it should be. Wear I mean, a bunch of sweatshirts underneath. Yeah. So, <laughs> Put a couple extra pairs of socks on. So if, if I read the story correctly, it seems like the spacesuits are like configurable to different mm. sizes. Right. And they didn't have one immediately configured. They have all the parts for it, but they don't have it immediately configured to a medium. So they could do it, but it would just they don't they would rather just leave it as it is and be safe than try to like make History That's they the might try again exception. later, is yes. what I heard. It's just not going to happen yeah, so. this time. Can't they just prime a new spacesuit up there? <laughs> can't they go? Can't they call Thread up and you know? Right, two day shipping. Yeah, they have those box things. Just send a new box to the yeah. spaceship. If you don't like it, you can send it back. You right. get your money. It's fine. I know. So <laughs> hopefully, in the future, this won't be a thing, and the, they'll have enough configurable suits. For knowing right. who's going to be there at what time, and the possibility that oh, I don't know, maybe more than one woman might want to do a spacewalk. I, I call bull on the whole thing. What do you mean? Could you imagine if this were like the Nostromo and Alien and Ripley? Were like, oh, the, the suit doesn't fit. <laughs> the end of the elf left up the movie would be at the end. <laughs> the cat would be like, oh, this suit's too big. I can't lie in her arms. Ugh. No, anyway, they'll figure it out, but it was just a bummer to hear about it because history was almost made and then not so fast, my yeah, friend. Yeah, his story. <laughs> what about her story? Oh, no. Called on the count of of, of having, like, non-fitted suits. Medium schmedium. Yeah. Such oh, a bummer. athletic fit. No, we don't have athletic fit. How about relax? <laughs> Acid wash? Oh, now... Last week, we talked about the golden butthole. Yes. Um, the golden gateway to Sterling Heights. <laughs> the circle of gold that a lot of people are like, we spend money on this because... And this is here for people to... Because so far, it's been there for people to just basically make fun of. I, You know what? 
what if they are the, going to be the ones that have the last laugh? And if somebody Sterling Heights? Yeah. What if somebody needs to go back in time and that's how you do it? It's, it's been, you it's been right in the middle of Hall Road the whole time. You just like, oh, jump the car through it like it's Oh, a... my goodness. My young bride was tragically killed in an accident on our wedding day. How am I going to fix it? Drive up Hall Road, pull over at the median, and jump through the butthole. Bo and Luke duke it. And it yeah. You're... Now you don't, you don't take the car. <laughs> That'll screw up the timeline. Oh, just you as a human? You can't show up just... in 1984 in a 2005 shadow. Well, I, don't, I haven't worked out all the rules yet for your time-traveling golden butthole. Could you imagine nice, everybody but... that's driving around, uh, you know, the Chrysler the Cirrus, if you show up in a Chrysler 200? <laughs> Jesus. Minds would be blown. So they then put out a naming contest mm. for this statue. Mm. And statue. <laughs> at no time mm. did I think anybody was going to suggest anything mature, but apparently, somehow, they found mm. at least five contenders. I, I call BS on this, too. I call, like, marketing company came up yeah. with these. Nobody who was entering the contest. There's these guys that have been awake for 48 hours. Their <laughs> yes. sleeves are all rolled up. There's empty boxes oh, of Chinese food. On the table. Get the Bodie McBoat face people on the phone now! I gotta go home! My dog has to piss! They were madmenning the shit out of this. And they came up with Orum Halo. Okay, stop right there. I gotta stop at Halo? Not to bag on my friends from the east side, but how many people do you know on the east side that are gonna go? I think that's called an Orum. Nobody. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Halo, Overture, Sungate enjoyable and standing o which that one's my favorite i think that is what they should call it is how did the they o. go back one what was the one we... it's orum halo overture sungate or standing i call o. bull on the whole thing sungate reminds PR me of firm. stargate which you can travel to other places too so maybe you're hmm. on to something there yeah but where do you where do you find the guy goes let's call it overture <laughs> i mean where do you guys get the guy well, with the misaligned jaw so what's a What's amazing is that so they somehow they came up with these five names and we're like, wow, that was quite an achievement. Yeah. But you go to the comment section and there's your people. Right. The super sphincter. So here's the, the cornhole. Here's you the know what? Here's they, the, hold on. Oh, I just I'm so excited about this. I lost my earpiece. Oh man. Hold on, hold on. Let's, it's all right. Let's, let's, You're fine. Just tell uh, me. I gotta put this in. Hold on. All right, Because I don't want to miss another recorder song. Hold on. No, you don't. Okay, so they should put up a second one uh -huh. and then put six giant bean bags in the median. So if you're driving along Hall Road, you can corn honk at somebody, hole. pull them over, and play a giant game of cornhole. Oh, I like it. See, then it would have always, a use and a purpose. Always thinking. It would be like Campus Marshes without the campus. Sure. Or Marshes. Yeah, whatever Marshes is. Um, yeah, so in the comment section, first one out of the gate. The Golden Butthole has a nickname. It's called Brass Ass. And then comment. That's a good East Side name. Brass ass. <laughs> and then comment number two. Name it what they will, but it will always be the golden butthole. And then mm. it just goes on from there. Yeah. So I know, I know you're trying, Sterling Heights. I know you're trying to turn this around. But you, you know should just, just lean into what's yeah. already happened. Just, just own it. Either that or sell it to corporate sponsorship. Could you imagine if Nabisco bought this? <laughs> Nabisco <laughs> no, like, butthole. No, and just like inside the golden butthole live some elves that make fudge and corn cookies. And well, every now and they come I out. mean, that's a little on the nose. Yikes. <laughs>
Uh, we do have a, uh, another super spectacular challenge that's out there. Yes. The last one I can really think of that was big was the In My Feelings Kiki challenge yeah. thing. And that was just a train wreck or a car wreck, depending yeah, on... Yeah, a lot of people were uh, trying to ghost ride the whip, basically, and they just <laughs> got How often do their... you ghost ride your whip, Shara? <laughs> Shara? Shara. You're a mess today. <laughs> That's when Sarah started dating Cher. Oh. Remember that summer, you guys? Oh. She's always dancing on battleships. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. No, so the new viral challenge is called the microwave. Hmm. I don't know exactly how it was thought up, but a lot of Did people Did Vinnie are... Johnson think it up? <laughs> a lot of people are, are into it on the Twitterverse. Um, so basically, what you have to do is try and look like you're spinning on the circular tray in a microwave, like your food that's slowly turning in the microwave. Mm. Um, because there is a song that has the little ding noise in it that you have to play with your microwave challenge mm. and incorporate it in there. And so here's a first example of what microwave challenge might look like. The other tricky thing, too, is that you have to figure out a way to make yourself turn, but we can't see how you're doing it. Right. Which, it seems like it, you need to have a lot of core strength. But this is not imagine. for somebody who's out of shape, because I don't know how you hold up. You have to, holding up your legs is part of it, too, and you have to figure out a way to slowly make yourself turn. Some people are doing it with their backhand, so you can't see it. Mm. Other people have someone out of frame, like, giving them a shove. Or so other people uh, build um, a replica of their kitchen on a gimbal. <laughs> Uh, that's a, that's, that's another way to accomplish yeah. that. And the actual where you're sitting, you're not moving, the room is. Ooh, I like that. Uh, okay, let's go around the room. How much longer before this ends up in Fortnite? Corey? Well, I was just going to say, I'm going to try it on a Roomba. Ooh. On a Roomba. Roomba. Just, Corey will just come through the frame. Every few minutes, Corey will just come Roomba. through the frame. Whoa. David? Uh, how long before it ends up in Fortnite? I'm pretty sure it's already in there. Ah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would Sarah? So the song is Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji. And, I mean, Fortnite has been taking a bunch of songs, so nice. I'm sure that song is going to end up on there, and somehow yeah. they will figure it out. Here's another quick uh, little example of, in case you want to do this later in your house, <laughs> of the microwave challenge. The devil what work. sorcery is this? Yes, it's yeah. total magic. How did that? Because at first he was using his hand, but then he had both hands on his knees. I don't Maybe he know. has three hands. With, and with the him. one comes out of his <laughs> golden statue. Yes, his Sterling Heights uh, statue. Yeah, it comes out of your Sterling. <laughs> what if Sterling Heights becomes synonymous with asshole? Well. <laughs> okay, hey, hey, hey. I have friends that live there. Of course. Hey, um, by the way. Should we, can we lobby for a video game called Fort Street? It's like a downriver version of yes. Fortnite. Can we do that? Who do we talk to? We can make anything happen, Joe, clearly. Mm. And cl including if we wanted to do a sequel to this song, because I feel like this is something we should do with right. Jonah. Um, oh, <laughs> Kristen, or me. <laughs> or you. Yes, exactly. 
because everybody poops, everybody farts. Mm. Um, so Kristen Bell apparently was hanging out with one of her good friends who's a musician, and they were in her house, and they were in the living room, and one of her daughters came in and said, oopsies, I farted, which the adults found hysterical. And uh, Kristen Bell's musician friend was like, you know what, to me, that sounds like a hit single. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to knock Baby Shark off the I chart. I think so. The, the, but the tack that they took on this is priceless because it's a very serious, dramatic song. Mm. But it's all about farts. Standing there Just breathing this filthy air I mean, that was a big guitar right. solo. <laughs> David. It's a riff after the rip. <laughs> Does our ASCAP license, uh, ASCAP. Does our ASCAP <laughs> license cover that song? I'm sure it does. Okay. Yeah, I think she's, uh, she's, she's uh, registered. Yeah. yeah. Now, one thing, did you notice uh, one of the, I think it's the guitar players wearing an Isaiah Pistons. Thomas jersey? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, you know, she and husband Dak Shepard from Michigan. I know. Well, so the, I think this guy, the musician, is, I think, from here. And so I think it was recorded somewhere in, it was recorded, in Michigan. It was recorded here at NRM. <laughs> Just down the hall. Yeah, there's, I know a place on Northwestern with some sound gear. <laughs> so if you like the fart song, it's available mm. on uh, iTunes. But yeah, if uh, we can get a bunch of, like, you, I think, would be a good butt musician. Mm. Um, well, like, play music with my butt or well, using my butt as an instrument. Clarify, yes. please. Yeah, using your butt as an instrument. Uh, kind of like a, you know, instead of a recorder, well, we're using your butt. You know... Have you ever been to uh, uh, a symphony orchestra practice where they're all tuning? Uh, it sounds like a that's, bunch of farts, you, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my house, usually right <laughs> after I wake up. And I hate to say it, I, our, our house, I don't live in a huge house, but, you know, from one end to another, I, you know, you think that the distance is enough to keep we, it quiet. And, oh, but your and wife My kid has bionic ears and so does my <laughs> wife. It's like, we heard that. It's like, I'll sneak into the laundry room out by the garage. They'll be upstairs. And I'm, Meep. we heard that. <laughs> Damn it. Aww. Hey guys, I'm going to go get the mail. I'll be across the street. The ma- <laughs> they yeah, the yeah, how we heard it. <laughs> That's a bummer because, you know, you're trying to be conscientious. You're trying to be uh, you know, a very polite farter and go as far away as possible. Well, and you're still getting yeah. called out, man. My mom always taught me to go to the bathroom and turn on the fan, but that doesn't help. I've tried uh, the, the date fart. You guys know what the date fart is, right? What's For the dudes? date fart? You, you can't know what the date fart is because then every guy you've dated has violated the code. What, what is it? You guys know what the date fart is? If no. you get gas on a date, excuse me, I just burped into the mic. <laughs> If 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 you if you go on a date and you have to fart, you typically will let you'll hold the door open for your date, and close the door, walk around the back of the car, and let it go. Or if you're really creative, you time it to another noise. 
So when you slam the door shut, that's when you let it go, just in case you're like in a convertible. Right. Which God help you. Or you can you. hold that's... it until you're in an area where there's Sometimes a bathroom. Sometimes you can't. What do you think we are, Captain America? Do you think Captain America? Do you think Steve Rogers farts? Yes. He's got a vibrating. And they smell like the 50s. Speaking of Captain America, another good thing is to hold it for like the musical hits and movies. Yeah. So you wait for it to get really loud and you go. Oh. So when Thor shows up and the lightning strikes. And what's nice is that just right into the movie scene. You're it really good. Yeah, because, you know, here's the thing is that just like lightning and thunder, from the occurrence of the noise to the smell, you can right. tell how far away the actual fart happened. Yep. <laughs> Good to know. Good to yeah. know. Well, no, you know what? Actually, I do have a real quick relationship. You live by yourself. You All fart rules for you go out the window. <laughs> or they stay confined in your space. Just the cat, anyway. just the cat and I living in a cloud the whole time. <laughs> Mushu! Stop farting. I still blame it on him, and it's just me and the cat. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I have photographic proof of this. If uh, if Sarah ever says that she uses her exercise bike, she doesn't. It's her oh, cat. It, it is her cat. cat actually stands on the exercise bike, yeah. and I've got a picture of it. <laughs> His little and paws he... up in the front. Um, no, I was going to ask, how far into your relationship did you feel comfortable uh, if it happened in front of your lady friend. Like minutes, hours, or days. <laughs> no, uh, it's usually at least a couple of weeks. Oh, that's early. Yeah, it's usually, if it's an accident, it's sometimes around, it's usually around first intimate encounter. Um, oh. Usually oh. afterwards. Unless you really move, <laughs> then it just doesn't matter anymore, does it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? How? Uh, what about you? Uh, I tried to hold on to that as long as I possibly could. Wow. I would say... It was probably, you got to wait at least six months, sometimes a year, really, depending on Ooh. the, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. David? David? <laughs> I, I have to remember, but, I mean, you have to do, like, the accident gauge, you know? You have to, like, let one go a little see bit. See how they react. See how they react. And okay. like, okay, then I can, like, sort of go higher or lower, depending. Uh... Okay. What, like, octave? <laughs> yes, actually. Oh, okay, wow. You have a remarkable you can, you can ass. David's butt is trying. a remarkable radio station. It really is. I'm sorry. What was that? I said you can thunder them out if you're really trying. <laughs> Depends wow. on what you okay, ate. Okay, Corey. Uh, literally, the moment I shake or hug them at a first meeting, I stare right into their eyes, and if they accept me, that relationship will probably be good. They look at me with wow. disgust. Well, you know what? Do you have a friend? Do you have a friend before you start dating somebody? Do you have a friend grab like a blanket from your apartment and bring it to them and let them smell the blanket <laughs> before before you show up in their it's lives? It's like getting the I dog used to the baby. <laughs> so, I uh, wow. Because some people are definitely in, not exactly in the Corey camp, but in the you know, let it happen early, and you have to accept me for who I am. And if you're afraid of it, then we're not meant to be together. I, it depends on who you are, because if I have. Let's put it this way. There was a potential for a relationship in a different part of my life. And mm -hmm. I saw and smelled her sitting on the can. And it just, I couldn't get past well, that. Well, see, that's a whole, that's like a whole, <laughs> I don't think anybody should ever have an open door policy for pooping. Yeah, literally. Literally an open door policy. Yeah. It wasn't intentional. It was... Right. Yeah. That's it. Like that mystery, like I don't ever need to see that happening. Like, right. I, I don't a know. warm seat. <laughs> Well, 
you know, maybe less toilet paper in the room. Yeah. So you know what's happening. You, you just sure. don't want to have like you direct. No, you're fine. <laughs> I just don't need to actually watch the process. I don't need to. Okay. We have uh, some friends, uh, two friends of ours, uh, maybe a Bill, maybe a Danielle, who <laughs> swear to this day, and they've been together for, I don't know, at least 10 years now. I don't buy that. Unless it's an absolute accident, they will do everything humanly possible to never fart in front of each Knowing Bill, other. I just, I don't buy it. Bill seems to me like, well, no, maybe he's not. They both find farts funny, but they try to do everything they can to never fart in front do, of each do other. Do you know any couples where the where either one of them like will pin the other one down and like fart on them? <laughs> or do the Dutch oven with the sheets? Yeah, and, no, like, yeah. I know a Dutch oven couple. Is it you? They've, no, I'm oh. not a Dutch. No, <laughs> I wouldn't get out of bed alive in the morning if I Dutch oven my. <laughs> is it is the is the past tense for Dutch oven Dutched? No, it's the. You would say Dutch ovened, right? Ovened or. <laughs> You've <Okay>. been douched. <laughs> this is, by the way, this is the uh, now we're into bonus time. On, oh, on we are! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is either going to be on the on the you know when you when the when the podcast ends yeah. and it goes back to the menu right. you can either watch this or it'll just happen. Yeah, I totally I forgot where I was and what we were doing for a minute. We were yeah. just having. What a, the cameras are still rolling? <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, listen, let's go. We're gonna go. Uh, you've got other things to do. We're glad you spent a little bit of time with us. We're gonna end this show with another fart song. That's where we are right now. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Pop that culture. Bye.